This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. In a few days, Vancouver's new city council will be sworn in. There'll be many issues before council. Uh, there's lots of stuff that was debated during uh, the election issue. This next issue wasn't, to my understanding, but it's an important one to do with the Georgia and Dunsmuir viaducts. The plan has always been to knock them down, but they still stand. Their destruction was uh, supposedly uh, supposed to trigger the creation of a, a new street network uh, uh, and uh, along the long-promised extension of Creekside Park. Now, the estimated cost at the time to topple the concrete uh, Giants was about 90 to 127 million. Uh, longtime City Hall watchers recall that it was the Gregor Robertson led council who voted 5 to 4 in October of 2015 to demolish the elevated roadways. They said it would serve as a link from Chinatown and South Strathcona to downtown, like it did in the 1970s. So, why are the Georgia and Dunsmuir Viaducts still standing? Joining me now to talk about this issue is Sarah B. Young, a Vancouver City Councillor and re elected councillor as well. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Jess. How are you? I'm doing very well. We can discuss policy for once and not uh, worry about <laughs> the last six weeks of election campaigns. Uh, let's let's you talk. Sound, you, sound, you sound like you're pretty happy about that. Yeah, well, you know, you can be a bit more substantive now and uh, we don't have to worry about uh, election election cycles. So let's touch about touch on Georgia and Dunsmuir Videx. Look, so October 5th, 2015, uh, the then council voted five to four to demolish the elevated roadways. Why are they still standing? Well, at that time, which is, you know, think about it almost eight years ago now, and a lot has happened, it was predicated entirely on being funded 100% through um, the generation of CACs or community amenity contributions that are paid by developers in exchange for density bonusing. Um, and and uh, since then, that development hasn't moved forward. There is no funding set aside from the city. And so here we are now, um, almost eight years later, uh, we've had a pandemic. Construction costs are escalating. Um, and also, um, I think after such a significant sort of seismic shift in the city, we've seen housing become increasingly unaffordable. So that uh, funding mechanism assumes that you are building predominantly strata housing. And we know we have significant needs now in the city um, for people to have um, affordability across the spectrum of choices, whether it's rental housing or social housing. So um, I think really um, it's a reexamination of how best do you achieve this vision um, of developing a more livable neighborhood, which I think is a good one. Um, I just think we need to fundamentally identify the fact that there's no funding at this point. So the community benefit, community amenity uh, agreements, those agreements, uh, there wouldn't be enough money generated now whatsoever if you were to go ahead with it? Well, a lot of that development didn't uh, transpire. I think that uh, there was sort of an optimistic perspective that within two or three years, you would start to see those viaducts coming down. Um, but we haven't seen any of those large developments move forward for a number of reasons, whether it's on the Plaza Nation site, the Concord lands, um, et cetera. We're starting to see a couple of those projects coming forward now um, that are in the pipeline, uh, you know, applying for rezonings uh, will be coming before council. Um, but a lot of that development was stalled. Um, so, you know, as I said, uh, the funding wasn't coming forward. So until some of those projects start to to council and there's a reassessment at this point in time as to whether or not developers are changing the mix, um, with current construction costs, um, as well as other considerations, what could actually reasonably be generated. And I think you mentioned off the top that that estimate to take the viaducts down of 90 to $127 million mm-hmm. uh, was eight years old. And we've seen how much 
construction costs have escalated um, only recently in the last couple of years. So, um, as I said, I think it requires a reexamination because economically, um, as well as what we're trying to achieve in the city from a livability perspective, um, a lot of factors have changed. And, and in, in regards to just there's soil issues as well. Even if you were to take the, the viaduct down, there's some soil issues there as well, right? And that's going to cost money as well. Yeah, there's potentially uh, soil remediation. Uh, so there's a number of significant pieces there that would need to be considered. So right now, in regards to your priorities as a council, and I, I don't uh, ask that you speak for all of ABC, but in regards to priorities before you, uh, public safety, uh, housing, uh, many other issues that are before council, uh, where does this sit in regards to priority? Well, I think certainly this falls under the potential of delivering new housing. Um, I think, as I said, the question is what kind of housing, um, because what we need are those more affordable. We're desperately in need of rental um, across the spectrum and with such a low vacancy rate of less than 1%. So the social housing, um, I think by anybody's standards, this is a longer term solution, uh, because even if you had funding today, you'd be looking at uh, several years of the time needed demolition. And, you know, you're talking about redevelopment of the neighborhood, establishment of the wharf, um, a new road network, et cetera. So. Um, we need to make traction on housing um, much more quickly in the term, and that's going to happen through um, smart policies to incent rental. That's going to happen through use of city line that is currently available now. So um, I think this plays into the housing bucket, uh, which is certainly something we heard as priority during the campaign, uh, but it's not going to be one of the shorter-term pieces for sure. All right, Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. No worries. Always good to chat with you.